In this video, you will discover the five things a man needs to feel to commit to you. Hi, I'm Antje Boyd, founder and creator of the Magnetize Your Man Method. And look, if you are new to my channel, comment, like, and subscribe for more juicy videos coming your way. So let's go ahead and dive right in. Number five, the man needs to feel like a better man. Now, visualize a wedding. What do men say all the time? They say, thank you for helping me to become a better man. Now, what does that actually mean? That means like, thank you for challenging me. Thank you for not putting up with my crap. Thank you for let, not letting me get away with getting the cookie from the cookie jar, so to say. <laughs> right? So if you really think about that, that's really what a man is really saying. And that, of course, means for you, you need to feel safe to speak to that. You need to feel courageous enough to, quote unquote, rock the boat. And you need to overcome your fear that he's going to reject you. Because the opposite is going to be the case. He's going to appreciate it so much that he will want to commit to you, girlfriend. Next, number four, his inner boy feels safe. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about what's the inner boy. I know some of you have never heard this concept before, but in parts work, in psychology, Many psychologists have talked about it over the years, over the last 60 plus years, is that there is individualized parts inside of ourselves that have formed over the years. So there are different energies inside of ourselves, if that makes sense. So I give you an example. So you may feel playful. So that's an energy inside of yourself. And in for men, that would be the inner boy. The inner boy's markers also are playfulness, curiosity, and, and everything that's spontaneous, in the moment, pleasure-driven. So what needs to happen is the inner boy needs to feel safe. So how can you destroy that, you ask? I'm glad you do, because what oftentimes happens is if you emasculate a man, the inner boy does not feel safe. If you yell at the man, if you have rage attacks, if you try to manipulate the man, the little boy is not going to feel safe. Now, why is the little boy, why is the inner boy important in the first place? Is because he's really giving you sort of that emotional connection that you desire to have. The little boy really feels sort of like this juicy, yummy, and safe connection, heart to heart, that you want to feel with a man. So I'll give you an example. You may feel with a man, like let's say sexual attraction. You just feel really hungry and attracted. And you may also feel like, wow, he's very smart. But it doesn't necessarily mean that you feel an emotional connection with him. So the little boy is taking care of that part. And that also determines if a man is emotionally available or if a, if a man is emotionally 
unavailable. Of course, the inner boy feels safe the most if you are also emotionally available. So if you have still parts inside of yourself that are unhealed, that are afraid to be fully seen, that are afraid to be misunderstood, and you're not communicating that clearly, and he can't really trust your emotions, that also doesn't make his inner boy feel safe because his inner boy also in some way lives vicariously through your little girl. So the safer your little girl feels, the safer his little boy feels because he's going to be the reflection of that little girl. Now, fortunately or unfortunately, we have a little bit more of an emotional mapping as women. It's much more sophisticated than it is for men. So that's why they vicariously live through us. So on that, also get your free Quiz to attract the right man for you at magnetizeyourman.com. So if you want to learn more about like, wow, where am I afraid to be seen or heard? How come that I attract emotionally unavailable men? Like, don't forget to click that link here as well or in the comment section. And here we go. And we move right along. Trait number three is he needs to feel like a hero. So I just talked about this concept about like he needs to have all the different energies inside of himself met. Now, one part we always talk about, he needs to feel like your hero. It's oftentimes connected to the wild man. So the wild man, that's really sort of the protector instinct. That is speaking to that most primal aspect of ourselves. Now, why is that so important, you ask? Well, if you think about the wild man, you really want to look at the embodiment of a man. If you have, have you ever imagined uh, seeing a man or experienced a date where you felt like, wow, it's great. We're having a great conversation. I'm enjoying myself, but I don't necessarily like feel like attracted to him. There's like, I don't know, there's like a little bit of a gap in the polarity. There's something there. And that means he's not embodied in his wild man. Now, this can have many reasons. It could be because his dad didn't really accurately mirror that back to him. He may have even grown up without a dad. He may have grown up with a dad who was more in the distorted feminine, who was more in the collapse. Maybe he was an alcoholic, but there was not a healthy relationship to the feminine, uh, to the masculine and what that looks like embodied, right? There was a dad who didn't really trust his wild man. So a man really finds sort of his purpose in feeling like a hero, feeling like he's protecting you. So, of course, so one thing you can, of course, do is, of course, thanking you, thanking him for being your hero, for one, for sure, but also for you really allowing that. Look, I know you are highly accomplished. You can do everything yourself. You certainly don't need anyone, regard, like definitely not a man. But that's actually the most powerful thing that you can do, especially when you don't need someone to still allow the man to be the hero, to open up the door for you, to take care of you. It's so interesting. I had like one client and and she was saying, you know, I could just like put on, put up the, uh, she had like a sort of almost flat tire and, and she was like, well, I could just put in the air myself, but she just asked. Uh, a male friend of hers. And and when he did that for her, he actually said, oh, you do need help, don't you? 
And what he was saying was like, oh, there is a space for me to be your hero. Now, men will not necessarily be outright asking to be your hero, but they will happily take up the opportunity to be your hero and to let themselves shine, right? It's sort of like this chest is like, ah, me Tarzan, you Jane. That's kind of like how it feels. All right. Trait number two is he needs to feel intrigued. Now, how do you accomplish that is, but there needs to be some sort of surprising aspect. Now, listen to me very closely. I'm not talking about that you're out of the sudden become somebody that you're not. I'm definitely not talking about for you to perform, especially not if you have experienced that in your childhood and you learn to perform, to dance, to do whatever, to entertain, to be anything other than yourselves. That's not what I'm talking about. But what actually happens if you are willing to live outside of your comfort zone the intrigue naturally happens. Why? Because you actually surprise yourself. You know, I sometimes give my women some challenges, like a rejection challenge, where I ask them to seek out intentionally what they think is going to lead to rejection. And they will very much surprise themselves. Maybe you sat in a seminar And maybe you saw somebody say, hey, who wants to say something, share something? And maybe you're deathly afraid to share something. But what you do is you raise your hand anyways. You surprise yourself. Or maybe you sing the song anyways. Or maybe you share something with the man on the first date that you normally wouldn't share. Maybe you actually take a breath. (sighs) When that's actually the scariest thing that you could ever do on a date. So whatever that is, like surprise yourself. That creates so much intrigue. Another way what increases intrigue is increasing your emotional range. Now, what that means is you actually want to see what of your emotions are not expressed. So what I found that I'm like a very strong leader and I'm very clear on what I want and I can come in very strongly But what about the softness? What about the warmth? You know, it's really interesting. When women were, women or men, reflecting back to me, warmth was not the first quality that was coming to mind. Why was that? Well, because I wasn't necessarily on the receiving end of warmth. I was on the receiving end of harshness. Like I grew up in Eastern Germany. A lot of you grew up in Eastern European countries. Also in East uh, Asian countries as well, where it was really more about functioning over feeling. So you can actually write that down for yourself. It was functioning over feeling. We actually became emotionally unavailable. So that's something that you want to keep in mind for yourself as well. So what was then as a consequence suppressed? What are you doing in those moments when you feel scared, when you feel uncertain, when you feel triggered? So you really want to see how can you increase your emotional range and then reach into, or maybe you're always warm, you're always loving, and you're never really assertive because you don't want to invade somebody else's opinion or somebody else's boundaries or whatever the case may be. So maybe you need to go the opposite direction. You see, my husband and I, we talk a lot about that in our king and queen matrix, which is part of our 
program. Now, on that note, also, I recommend joining our free Magnetize Your Man Dating Support Facebook group. Simply going to mymgroup.facebookgroup.com. And again, the link will also in the description as well. All right. And finally, number one, this is a really important one, is he is afraid to lose you. The minute a man starts to take you for granted, you're done. You're toast. Why is that? Well, because, you know, we're all walking the path of least resistance. So like I said in the beginning, if I can get away with the cookie, getting the cookie from the cookie jar, I will. So again, the little boy knows that. So here's the thing. My husband and I sometimes watch Temptation Island. Now, I can't watch it all the time. It's definitely... Uh, there's a lot of like agendas that go with that, um, promoting slutty behaviors, things like that, um, and actually non-commitment. But the premise of the show is that couples who have been in relationships for a while, like between like one year and 11 years, I think was the longest of a couple, and they have challenges in their relationship, they go to Temptation Island to live with you know, the men live with, I, I forgot what it was, like 10 other women. And the women live with like 10 other men. And they get to explore other relationships. They get to see, well, is the grass really greener? Am I really afraid to lose the other person? And what is the other person doing when they're afraid to lose you? Are they actually fighting for me? Are they fighting for the relationship? Are they claiming their territory? Is the wild man coming in and saying, she is mine, right? Like she's not going to hook up and connect with someone else. Now, of course, it's a show, but it's a really interesting concept to really like, he needs to be afraid to lose you. He can never take you for granted because it's really about like you putting yourself first, you fully valuing yourself, you holding to your boundaries. So if you say, like, you cannot be telling me lies, and you catch him in a lie, and there's a clear boundary around the lie, you have to take the consequences. And that could be breaking up with him, that could be walking away, that could be walking away in that moment and saying, I don't I don't uh, accept this disrespectful behavior. This was the case of one of my clients, Linda, like I really taught her to step into her queen. And she turned what we thought would be a playboy um, and somebody who was just kind of playing the field into somebody who proposed to her. So this is really how it can go. But he was definitely afraid to lose her. He was like, oh, I can't, I can't, you know what I mean? I'm kind of playing with fire. I don't know how far I can go with her. That's what you really have be part of this conversation. He will commit to you because he will respect you. Sometimes it's even more important to be respected than it is to be liked. More on that, you find out on magnetizeyourman.com when you take my free training where I take you through all three steps you actually understand what it really means to increase your emotional capacity, how to make yourself feel safe, how to make the man who's in your presence 
feel safe as well. You'll also learn like what other parts are inside of you. Are they in conflict? What's going on? And what are some of the aspects that could have happened in your childhood, particular internal dialogues, particular parental patterns that you have experienced that were actually not helpful at all. So for that, hop on over, magnetizeyourman.com. All right, ladies, this is it for today. Much love to all of you. I hope you enjoyed this video. Leave any comments below. I will answer them as well. And looking forward to bringing much more content to you to help you to have the right man commit to you. Much love to you. Take care. Bye-bye.